on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today's episode is going to be a brewery takeover of Mad Tree Brewing in Cincinnati, Ohio. The Mad Tree Brewing beers we'll be tasting and discussing today are Citra High, a 9.5% Imperial IPA, Summer Camp Haze, a 7% ABV Hazy IPA, the 6% Amber Ale, Happy Amber, 6.9% IPA, Psychopathy. Also, we have another Imperial IPA at 8%, the Phantom Forest. And if we need to take it down a bit, we've also got a 4% Locale Citra IPA called Ramble On. And finally, we'll end with the mid... mid maybe we won't. <laughs> we'll end with the Midwest Luau, a 6% Tropical IPA. We'll be right back after this break. Almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are we today? Wonderful. We be well. Meh. We are well? Okay, good. Well, welcome to another sud segment where we always say, if it ain't broke, give it a good old boy Dave. He'll take care of that. What was that supposed to mean? I don't know. You're the one that wrote the notes. Okay. I'm one of your hosts, Good Old Gal Juliana, and with me today at the table is Good Old Boy Kendall. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be back. Yay! We're so happy that you're here. He says that with a straight face. That's Every time. Whatever. Even when we're drinking seltzer, but mm. fortunately not Well, today. that's a whole different ball of wax. Reverend Mark, hello. How are hello, you? Hello, hello. Blessings and salutations. Good boy, Dave. What's going on? Uh, hi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm your hostess, good old gal Juliana, and today's episode is going to be a brewery takeover of Mad Tree Brewing in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yay? No thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I like it. I don't give a crap that whales don't go and hug a tree. I love it. That's a Lady Gaga song, okay? I just, I just, yeah, yeah. now I know. Okay. Good old boy Dave, why don't you tell us a little brief history about Mad Tree? Okay. Since you live in one. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm going with it. When Mad Tree started eight years ago, I hope this is up to date, we were driven by... Uh, we were driven to craft great beer, but more importantly, to build something bigger. That's what she said. Uh, than ourselves and the high-quality beer we produce. Since the beginning, we have cared deeply about creating meaningful connections with our communities. We embrace our name, Mad Tree, 
and work to celebrate and protect nature while reducing our impact on the environment. That's pretty cool. We are proud members of the 1% for the planet. Oh, they're one percenters. Outlaw bikers. With a commitment to (laughs) donate 1% of our sales to nonprofits focused on environmental sustainability. The craft people at Mad Tree wake up every day. Well, that's good because, you know, if you don't wake up, you know, to connect people to nature and each other. So here's some cool numbers that they uh, put on their website. Uh, 2,193 is the number of trees they planted in 2020. Drink tree, plant tree, repeat. Sounds like scratch brewing, actually. Uh, 626 hours of volunteer time in 2020 or just over 15 40-hour work weeks. Nice. 100% of spent grain sent to feed local cows 29 miles away from their facility every year. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What about uh, the cows 30 miles away? I guess they're out of luck. Left out, Jack. Yeah. yeah. Should have moved a little closer to town. Uh, 236,400 plastic handles recycled in 2020 to be turned into more plastic handles. That's good. Recycle. Yeah, lots of that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good job, Mad Tree. So proud of you. Good boy, Kendall. Why don't you tell us the lineup for today? The Mad Tree Brewing beers we'll be tasting and discussing today are Citra High, a 9.5% Imperial IPA, Summer Camp Haze, a 7% ABV Hazy IPA, the 6% Amber Ale, Happy Amber, the... 6.9% 6.9% IPA Psychopathy. Also, we have another Imperial IPA at 8%, the Phantom Forest. And if we need to take it down a bit, we've also got a 4% Locale Citra IPA called Ramble On. And finally, we'll end with the mid... mid maybe we won't. <laughs> we'll end with the Midwest Luau, a 6% tropical IPA. I'm excited to try that one. So. That's pretty cool. I've never had Mad Tree beers before, so I don't think. so. Yeah, really. you have. Oh, yeah, I've had I've a lot had of Mad Tree beers. quite a few, but none of these except the Psychopathy. Yeah, I've never had these Mad Tree beers. Can I say that? Is that true? You've had a couple, yeah. Unless you had them without me. No, we've had them together. Yeah, we'll see. And we've had them in GABF. But anyways, thank you very much. It's not like me to forget stuff. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. You're absolutely right. Thank you, good boy Kendall. That was excellente. Muy excellente. Reverend Mark, help oh, us out with the ratings. I'd be glad to. We will be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature, of course, belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. Number one. Man, that sucks. Give me anything but a butt. Sounds like you're belching out of your butt. <laughs> Ew. Ooh. <laughs> Number two. Was that a belch? <laughs> Number three, ah, what a relief. Number four, a body should really not make that kind of sound. And number four, listen to, I mean, I'm sorry, number five. I'm stuck on number four. (laughs) That's because, well, that's another show. (laughs) 
Number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Nearly flawless. Well yeah, done. that's the way we like to do them around here. That's right. <laughs> Perfection is a journey and not a destination. All right. Well, thank you, Reverend Mark. Now, let's get into the beer. But be first, but be first. Be first. Be first before we get into the beer. It's a okay. good word. I think we should start using that. Be first. Be first. Be first. Yeah. Um, website for a second. This is really kind of cool. So, Madtree, they're very good about like telling you, you know, their beers and mm-hmm. it's very well laid out. But I'm like looking up the first beer that we're going to discuss, which is going to be Citra High, their Imperial IPA, by the way, that is clocking in at 9.5% ABV. They, you can download the recipe. Are you serious? Really? No, I can't make that up. So it is, I mean, it's telling you what percent efficiency you should strive wow. for, what your original gravity, um, I, yeah, your bitterness and like all the ingredients, like I'm really, really, wow. really So you can brew their impressed. beer? Yes. You, brew, you better do that now. You know, I'm, I just wanted to take this moment to announce the uh, opening of my new brewery soon, Glad Tree. Um, <laughs> It's gonna have some, <laughs> some beers you probably have, uh, have, have have heard heard of, nor you know something similar, but uh, you know there will definitely be Glad Tree original beers. Wow, this is fantastic! As a home brewer, I'm looking at this recipe and I'm going, "This is amazing." Although I've, just- I've never hit that efficiency as a home brewer, but yeah. uh, I'd have to tweak my numbers a bit. But still, this is great. But Isn't you can, that cool? But you you know, in some of the software, you can plug your efficiency yep. in and it'll adjust the recipe for you okay well that was my sidebar now let's no, get that's to the cool beer. good job, okay Jamie. so we're going to start good with job, citra Matthew. high imperial ipa tropical fruits resinous assertive on uh, 9.5 abv and 120 ibus they say explore new worlds of flavor as two american hops collide to create waves of tropically dank flavors using only citra and simcoe hops um, yeah. with yeah. some malt. Yeah. Mm. Color is very nice. This is a nice beer. Um, I, oh, yeah. For I like nine that. and a half percent. Oh, yeah. This is easy drinking for nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not coming across as nine and a half percent. No. The interesting thing about this and, and it dries out and I think one of the reasons it dries out but gets that ABV up is I'm looking at the recipe they add corn sugar in the last 10 minutes of the boil oh, yeah. which okay. yeah. is a great fermentable nope. and it's going to ferment out and give that ABV a boost but Thin it's not going to yeah thins yeah. out the body but not a lot of impact on flavor right and it'll finish a little more on the dry side yeah and it does yeah that's clever yeah. Even though you've got that bit of caramel malt sweetness in the middle that stands up to all the citron and Simcoe hops they put in it. Yeah. And it's a lot of hops. No, it, it is. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, they're hopping throughout the boil. These are hops running the from boil, the cups. In the fermentation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You go, girl. This is great. <laughs> wow. And again, with how simple the recipe is, mm-hmm. this is really, really nice. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an big double imperial ipa that's got everything you want um good flavor a lot of bitterness little sweetness to stand up to it and it all balances out very balanced well, yeah that's, very that's balanced. the cool thing about it too because 
the higher the ABV, the harder it is to keep that balance. Yeah. So, yeah, because it tends to, at least for me, it tends to get a, so sweet that you don't get or you miss out on the dank, if that makes sense. Or they sense, just go over to the balance top it. and yeah. like make yeah. it so bitter it doesn't. Sure, you that know. you don't get. Wow. Yeah. And this, yeah, a lot of these Imperial IPAs, I mean, you know, you if you know them, and I haven't had this one before, you're like, you know, you're thinking, okay, is it going to be this or a little bit of uh, sodium nitrate? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Was that no. like your heart medicine? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I like this beer. Give Reverend Mark his pill. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the creaminess on mm-hmm. this too. Yeah. Um, you know, again, to help blend everything out. I like out. everything about this beer. Yeah. Okay. So the Citra High um, Imperial IPA from Mad Tree, we are going to rate a four. Well, that is a nice start. Uh, I'm going to try to brew this one myself. Mm. There you go. I know. And who does that? I'm look at that. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Bell's has published several of their recipes, if you want to try brewing those at home, too. I think so many breweries get requests, and like the, there's people that try to deconstruct beers, mm-hmm. and like there's all that stuff going on the internet. I think people are just like, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. It's fun. Well, we'll be back with more Mad Tree in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. So today we're getting a little mad. Ha-ha. We are talking about Mad Tree Brewing Company from Ohio, and this is... Hey, hey, hey. Hey, take it easy, man. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm Why sorry. You said you're getting mad. I'm well, just, I, I mean... I gotta live with you, you know? It was mad in terms of crazy, you know? Oh, well, but, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So the next offering that we have from Mad Tree Brewing Company is their Summer Camp Haze. This it's is just hot ocean milk with dead animal croutons. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more than that to oh, it, but sorry. you're fine. So this one is a hazy IPA clocking in at 7% ABV. Best week ever, they say, is Summer Camp. Um, it embodies all the summer fun in a hazy IPA, bursting with flavors of tropical fruits and smooth finish. Enjoy this after a day of activities while winding down with friends around a campfire. This uses Strata, El Dorado, and Idaho 7 hops. Thoughts? I'm surprised it's 7%. I, my first drink of this, I'm thinking, oh, this is a nice session hazy, but it is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Kendall. It's super light. Um, oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's dangerous. Yeah. That's why they can sneak them into the summer camp. Yeah. It's going to be a good summer. <laughs> it tastes like a, about a 4.5%. It's really easy drinking. But it, but you've got all that. It's uh, definitely got those tropical flavors in there, just kind of like a tropical fruit salad going on. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is that ambrosia? It is ambrosia, yeah. Yeah, my aunt's salad. <laughs> <laughs> your aunt's name was Salad? No, she made ambrosia. Oh, your aunt's salad. I thought you said it was your aunt's salad. That's, that's weird. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it I was. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, ahead. it's soft, too, on the mouth. It I is. Feel it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever they put in there to, to get it creamy. Did you say, were there oats in there or some Cornstarch? <laughs> There's oat flakes. Oat flakes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and red wheat malt and mm. churro. Very, you know, oh, very soft. Yeah. Oh, that red yeah. Wheat. So that red wheat gives it 
you know, a little, a little bit of a spice, but it's not to the tongue as much as you can smell it. I don't know if I've ever brewed with red wheat. Have you guys? I have. I have. Yeah. Okay. Reverend Mark is probably brewed with every malt grain known to man. Mm. Pretty much, and those known to extraterrestrials as well. Mm. Well, yeah. You should try his quinoa beer. <laughs> You'd be very keen on it. But um, but um, I'm not. You know what? I didn't deserve that. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm not. You know what? There. I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna throw the flag on myself. Okay. This is lovely. And again, mm. it does not taste its ABV. What is it? Four? Uh, no, it's seven. Seven? Seven? Psh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I would, I don't know why I had in my head like uh, Session IPA, but because it, it just, it kind of cuts off. Like it's nice and it's soft and it does its thing and then, ooh, Yeah. Just and goes it's, away. it's got a quick finish, which is really nice. Um, That's what she said. But that plays into that perception that it's a lighter beer. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot less going on, but it, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Well, yeah, this would be. I'd that's like, like what people a, say about me. Like, <laughs> I'd like to sit down with a six pack and talk about our summer camp experiences. Talk about our feelings. Yeah. Or just talk about being unfeeling while we're at summer camp. That's right. And yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. You guys, did everybody here go to summer camp when you were a kid? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I went oh, to yeah. Boy Scout camp one time and I hated it. Yeah. I don't like hot. I don't like being sweaty and gross. And there's something about <laughs> summer camp where you're always sweaty and gross. I went to a Cub Scout day camp once. Uh, the tents smelled like pee. So it was a good mm-hmm. thing. It was a, a yeah. day camp. I went to a blind camp for summer. Uh, that was interesting. This is the one place in my life where I could see better than pretty much everybody. <laughs> so I felt pretty good about that. You should try archery at a yeah. blind camp. That's yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. I went to a I went to a rustic wilderness camp for two weeks when I was ten, was scared to death, and all of us were just shaking in our boots. And the, the counselors knew we were just freaking because there was no electricity in the woods and we were staying in these little cabins. And now, so they, where, where was this? This was in Smyrna nearby. Oh, oh wow. And uh, it was on Stones River. And uh, so they knew we were really hurting campers, you know, first night that we were scared. So they huddled us together and then proceeded to tell us the story <laughs> of the crowbar man. <laughs> 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 about that's a, that's a very some, clever name sa- yeah. sadistic killer that comes through the woods Just every night bashing killing little boys yeah with a crowbar yeah. <laughs> so those wow. guys would have been fired by today's standards but yeah but probably. i'm glad they but told you know me that story because i still remember it i yeah. still remember it it toughened you up though didn't <laughs> oh it? oh my god <laughs> I didn't have anything like that. A crowbar man. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to a, like a overnight camp in a fifth grade one time during the school year. It was like an extended field trip, and yeah, they told us all kinds of crazy stories about stuff that happened in the woods there. And it's like, why would you do that to children? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Well, so yeah, but see, ours were not helicopter parents. Mm, so, oh, so speaking of letting children run free, when I was at that Boy Scout camp, I earned my wilderness survival badge. And one of the ways we did that is we took whatever we needed to build a shelter and they sent a bunch of 12 year old boys into the woods overnight to survive. And you so know, me I, and all my buddies went out, we made lean twos and we slept in them. 
I've heard of something mm, similar. That's cool. I'm pretty sure it was called Lord of the Flies. Yeah, right. That's what it felt like. But yeah. seriously, would you, would you let children go unsupervised into the woods anymore? Yeah. Probably not. People, no. Most people don't let children go unsupervised outside of the yard anymore. Yeah. Well. Wow. I, I yeah, my I, experience. Young adolescent boys during the summer, unsupervised, latchkey kids, your, you, you go feral. They go feral. Your story should be a movie, <laughs> Reverend Mark. And I would I would encourage everyone to go back and listen to the episode on Boone's Farm if you want to really understand Reverend Mark. The connection between yes. Trixie and the crowbar man. In fact, I think the, the episode is called uh, That Rabbit's Some Good Eating. Oh my so. gosh, that's so funny. Well, I feel like so let down because I went to summer camp for many years, but I was like a brownie and then a junior and then a cadet. And that was, you know, what I looked forward to with my friends was going to Girl Scout camp every year. And it wasn't hot. It wasn't muggy because this was in the mountains um, of the Poconos and, you know, it was great. I mean, so we like learned a lot of group showering and um, <laughs> like you know, pillow fights. And that's how I imagine Girl Scout camp. Mm, like when I was very younger, nice. You know? No, we learned how to make fires and um, we learned how to row in boats and like we we learned how to fish and build tents and, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. Handy know. life skills. Yeah, handy mm-hmm. life skills. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on. Um, Did we rate wait. that? No, we didn't rate that. I'm sorry. Please let us rate the summer camp haze from Mad Tree Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're going to go with a four. I'm a f- yep. Uh, uh, uh. You're in charge, buddy. <sighs> Barely. Okay. So let's switch gears. Let's get away from the hoppy and, I mean, the IPAs, and let's go to the Happy Amber. You know, first of all, it's nice when a brewery has an amber ale. Oh, yes. You know? Love an amber ale. Mm -hmm. So this one is caramel, flory, and floral, and bready. This comes in at 6% ABV from... Restaurant foodie to backyard griller, the Happy Amber is here to elevate any meal. Infused into a gourmet dish or just sip down a can while barbecuing. That's a very interesting... I think they mean grilling there. Northerners don't know the difference between barbecuing and grilling. That's true. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can't have a barbecue without smoke. Without a pig. (laughs) Yeah. And without a pig. Yeah. But you wow. gotta have smoke. Wow. Yeah, that's but, true. Man, I, and I've I've said this before on many of the past shows. Ambers go great with grilled meats. Uh, mm. There's something about the flavor combination, you know, that Maillard effect of uh, heat changing and browning things uh, that makes uh, ambers. I like an amber with a burger. Mm, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah, I could see that. There's steaks. Savory. It works with steaks too. But yeah, it's a great burger beer. Yeah, and I like this one because. It's got a little more bitterness than most ambers have. It's it's like a it's like a hoppy amber, and right. I dig that. So this is using Chinook and Cascade hops. So that which explains is going to give that to you, right? And this one you can download the recipe. Ooh, I you might can get to, the recipe too. I might have oh. to brew this one too. Yeah, it's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
I, I when, when is a panther added? Is it during the boil or is it a part of the dry hop never, process? You never add the panther during the boil. Okay. Yeah, that, that would be a dry oil. hop. Yeah. Because yeah. you uh, want to you want to um, isomerize the oils, but you don't want them to, to break down. Got it. Too many acids. This is nice, though, because it's got flavor. It's mm-hmm. not offensive. It's got a little hop bitterness to it, but it's 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 not too much one of another. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've had some amber ales that are very caramely and very sweet for what they should be. Many are. You know? Oh, yeah. So this is nice. Yeah. yeah I, I would see this beer as being like second in line of a what I would call a gateway beer. Like, you kind of start out with a a wit beer or whatever to get people, you know, into good beer. Sure. And then, and, and then this would be the next one up kind of up the spectrum, you know? Yeah. yeah. But she'd be introducing a little bit of, you are right. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of caramel, but still kind of mellow and enough hops to kind of, uh, tantalize you a little bit, but not overly. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like yeah. Dave, just like Dave, just like Dave. I was going <laughs> to tantalize you. <laughs> I was wondering how this amber was going to fit in a flight of IPAs, but with the uh, bitterness it, it presents, it's fitting just fine. It yeah. does. Yeah, it does. But again, I really like your analogy, Reverend Mark, of the gatewayness to this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because I think ambers get a bad rap because so many of them are so over the top in one way. You well, know what I mean? And, and hardly. You hardly find them, too. True. Like yeah, people true. don't yeah. want to make them for whatever reason. And I think that's a that's a mistake. Yeah one one of my one of my most favorite GBF uh, recipes that I got to send was amber waves of ale. So it was actually an amber mm. an am- American amber ale. Nice. So I yeah I love them. I love them. Well, Very- I think they're a nice bridge between like IPA and, and stout. There's got to be some middle ground. In there, in like the the brown ales, which a lot of people don't make, um, and the ambers, I think that's where they can really find. And this is also an American sort of iteration of what you would say would be like a a, an Irish red. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. It's kind of that less American, more hop. Yeah, 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 I like that. Um, So we are going to rate this a four. Uh, uh, tree, you're getting it done. This is the yeah, the happy amber. From- <laughs> wow. Okay, moving on. Let's go a little crazy. I used to try and slip it in. Sniff it in? Is that crazy? Okay. I used to try and slip it in. <laughs> wow. We're going to talk about psychopathy from Mad Tree Brewing. And this is one that is very readily available. And I think a few of us have had this one already. Yeah, this is one of their main core beers. And I've had this one on many occasions. And I think we might be mispronouncing it wrong. I think oh. they want us to call it psychopathy. Psychopathy. Yeah. Okay. Ah, there we go. Because I, I, I made make the same mistake sense. earlier. But that would make more sense. I'm sorry. You know, it's a good hop pun there. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one is bright, citrus, and floral. It is a staple beer to keep stocked in the fridge. It's a reliable IPA that bursts with bright citrus flavors followed by a smooth finish. It is a go-to option for any day. And yeah, I could see that happening. This is 6.9% ABV and has Cascade, Chinook, and Centennial hops. The, the three C's. Mm-hmm. 
the three C's. And this one also is downloadable Ooh. for the recipe. Yeah, this is just a great standard IPA. I wouldn't call it West Coast. You know, it's definitely not East Coast. It's yep. Midwest. It's right in the middle. It's that Midwest IPA, yeah. you know, where there's a few there. What? I think it's two-hearted. That's probably the best one. Oh, yeah. It's a standard bearer. But uh, this is a good, solid IPA. It's got a little bit of those traditional caramel fl- malt flavors you want, balanced out by the traditional Big C hops. Bitterness is assertive, but not overwhelming. Just uh, all around a good IPA. Yeah. I like the light bill or the light uh, grain bill on it. Yep. You know. And I think it has a really, you know, s- subtle but steady uh, malt base. Agreed. Yeah. I, I, the, the, the slightly bitter aftertaste that lingers on it your palate. It really for a while. does. I mean, yeah. it hangs out for a few minutes. That's nice doesn't let you forget it it's not loitering though it's well, it's gone it's, yeah. yeah there's this is no loitering there's a sign so what do you <laughs> there's think there's a sign <laughs> yeah no loitering no this is a this is nice easy drinking um not too crazy i don't mean to say meh but it's it's like just solid good standard you know and in this world, lately, of all the excessiveness of spectrums that we've been tasting, this is nice to have a good middle-of-the-road beer, if that makes any sense. No, I think that... I look around this room, and I see nothing but untapped potential. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's, it's got potential. It does have but potential. I, I agree with you. Yeah. This is not one of those, oh, this is the best IPA in the country beers. Right. But it's also not, oh, this is terrible. No. I don't want to drink that. It is just a really good middle-of-the-road IPA that anybody that's a craft beer fan could enjoy. If you, yeah. if you just grabbed a random Mad Tree beer and psychopathy or whatever happened to be it, you'd be like, yeah, I want to, I want to try another one. Oh, yeah. You know? You know what, though? Like, yeah, in the scheme of things, like, for, okay, for those of us that are beer nerds, we probably have more than one refrigerator refrigerator in our house, you know? And there is going to be a beer fridge. Plus the seven in the garage and the... Whatever. Yeah. I'm just talking about having two. I'm, like, talking about having a regular refrigerator for, you know, the foodies in the world, and then the refrigerator that is reserved for the beer. This would probably be a good beer to have... In that fridge at all times because this is standard. This isn't offensive. This is going to be like everyone's going to at least enjoy it. At mm-hmm. least one mm-hmm. can of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know? get that friend that comes over and goes, "Yeah, I, I like an IPA." And you know they're not a huge craft beer nerd, but they like an IPA. You could give them this, and it's like they're not going to be shocked. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And they're going to be happy. And yeah. So right. we're going to um, rate this a good solid three. This is the psychopathy from Madtree Brewing. Well done, Madtree. Okay, you're getting it done, buddy. Yeah, this is a this is a nice flight so far, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, I'm kind of impressed. I've, I've liked these guys for a while. They came to Nashville probably back in twenty. What was it? 2017, 2018? Something like that. Yeah. Um, I even went to their launch party. It was it was a lot of fun. But uh, it's funny because the their beer lineup changes a lot, which I think you have to do to stay relevant these days. 
of all the beers we've had, only the Psychopathy is one I've had before. But good, good beer being made up in Cincinnati, and they're one of the one of the leaders up there. Absolutely. I mean, I think you have to have your core beers, but to your point, you have to um, to rotate things in and out because people you can't keep anyone's interest. Mm-hmm. You know, we're flighty. We are, but but it's nice to know that they're still in the area. You know, yeah. with all that we have coming into Nashville. We'll be back with more from Matry in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are embracing the forest, and we are doing a brewery takeover of Madtree Brewing Company from Ohio. Get it? Forest? Madtrees? No, I didn't. Yeah! No, no pun intended. Is that, is, that what you, is that what you wanted? That's what they should call their mixed 12-pack box, the Madtree Forest. Wow. Yeah, there you go, Matt. Yeah. If you're listening, you can have that one for free, mm. or oh. you could send us like ten of them. Yeah, at least. Yeah, I mean, there's many of us here at the table. Um, That's true. There's at yeah. least fifty people here at this table, so we probably need <laughs> a pallet. It is yeah. a big friggin' table. Okay, so let's move on to the next offering from Mad Tree that we have, and this is Ramble On. It is a. This low- just looks like my urine. Excuse you? Oh, doesn't it? Um, I don't hang out with you in the bathroom, so you know, I don't that's, know. Maybe you should. That's your analysis. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that gets a rim shot. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. This is Ramblon, which is their juicy, light, refreshing, low-calorie IPA, which is coming in at 44% ABV and 30 IBUs. It says, take an adventure with flavors of fresh orange, grapefruit, and lemon citrus with a bright, balanced, and thirst-quenching finish. It's easy to ramble on about how this beer has only 106 calories, but it's brewed to taste great and accompany you wherever you are. It uses Citra Incognito, Citra, and Pacifica hops. I have never heard of Citra Incognito. You'll never find it. (laughs) Sure. Um, little, uh, this is not bad, man. I mean, it's it's thin. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. In the context of a four percent, yeah, low cal, one hundred six calories. Right. You you should if you're in Cincinnati, if you drink seltzer, you're an idiot because just drink this. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Just overcarbonate this a little bit, and you yeah. got there. You go. It's almost a it's a hoppy seltzer. But it's actually not bad. There is some there is some fruitiness to this. Thing. Yeah, you, you do get a little beer flavor. A lot of these super low-cal session, super session IPAs, uh, there's yeah. not a lot of flavor. This still tastes like beer. You get a little touch of bitterness. You know, this is not the kind of beer I would want to drink a lot of just on a normal day. But if I was on a pontoon boat in the middle of the lake and I was going to be drinking all day, yeah. I'd be putting these away because I, yeah. I don't want anything heavy. I want something where I can stay, you know, refreshed yeah. and hydrated. Good, uh, this is a good floating down the <laughs> yeah. floating down the river kind of thing. I could hold this up next to, you know, a really good uh, white ale as a hot, hot, hot summer day beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've got, what, Lagunitas um, and a few others make these really low-cal IPAs. and uh, Which is a challenge. Yeah, it really you know? is, because how do you get flavor in there with a the beer? Because you need malt to get the get alcohol and the calories. Exactly. So, yeah. you're talking a very low malt bill type of beer. And, um, yeah, it's just not much to it, but that's the whole point. 
But I would, I, I, again, I go back to it. I would 100% pick this over any seltzer that's ever been made. Oh, gosh, seltzer. yes. Yeah. Yes. This is, I like the Christmas on this because this is making me feel like I'm having more than what I'm having. Like, you know what I mean? Like the mouthfeel lends itself to being something heavier mm-hmm. almost than what it is. But this is, you're getting hops. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, getting citrus. Yeah. All those citrus flavors are derived from the hops. There's yeah. no fruit in here. It's 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 still beer. I almost get like this, like a white peach kind of flavor that comes through. It's like very subtle, but it's I think that's kind of what they're going for, you know. Yeah, but I could I could down a twelve ounce can of that in like two seconds. Oh, oh my gosh, be, yeah. And it would just be right. like reset. Yeah. Like, like that. You yeah. could down a twelve pack of these. Yeah. It's a shotgun and beer. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the, the question is, though, does this make you think of the Led Zeppelin song? <laughs> it did pop into my head for a minute. I actually... No, uh, not really. Well, uh, before I tried it, I thought of, thought of the song when I saw the name, but, you know. Yeah, but if I'm rambling on with Led Zeppelin, I'm going to have something a little bit more like yeah, bourbon-y. A, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's just me. That's what I was wondering. I was I just would, wondering about matching the name to... I would have an ESB. Those of us who are like stuck in the past. Hey, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with the past. That's right. That's where I try to live. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I know what happened. So it's safe. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I think this is a good little beer for what it is. And for the people who um, pick their drink based on the number of calories in it. Um, this is something you could definitely get behind and pick and you would have a good time with it. Well, the thing, okay. So I'm not a fan of low calorie beers, right? I mean, like if I'm going to go for beers, I'm going to go balls out and I'm going to have whatever. I'm not going to base my beer choice choice on the ABV. Yeah. Okay. However, this like, you know, on a boat or in the heat, I think this is going to be just perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like, if you are one of those people who like, well, how many calories are in it before you pick what you're going to mm-hmm. drink instead yeah. of, well, you know, what does it taste like? Or, yeah. you know, what I'd, are the hops in it? I don't look at the calories, but that's, that's the big thing. Sitting on a boat, you know, on a super hot day, I have certainly put away quite a few Natty Lights myself yeah, yeah. because I don't want a six-pack of a big Northwest IPA when I'm sitting in the blazing sun baking. Right, yeah. right. of course. So you and don't I, drink barley wine when you're on a pontoon boat? <laughs> What's wrong with him? Like, seriously. That would be, that would be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah. this is, I mean, this is nice, you know? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. nice yeah. and decent it's and very- in Reverend Mark terms, this is yeah. quaffable for... Quaffable. Yep. Oh, yeah. for it's oh, good yeah. for drinking if you're, like, you know, putting out a fence line with some post hole diggers. Yeah. Just, yeah, every time you strike six feet. I'll probably be holding a can of this while I'm driving, riding mower around the yard here later today, so... Okay. There well, there's that. So, y'all look for that. Yeah. Well, we are going <laughs> to rate the Ramble On from Matchy Brewing a three. <laughs> Yeah, if I drink Imperial IPAs when I mow, I'm usually I usually kind of veer over into the neighbor's yard and you you don't you don't get the quite the horizontal effect on yeah, the lawn. I go into the street, you know. Mowing the street's not a good idea. So I'm just saying. Okay. So let's go crazy and let's talk about a luau now. 
In particular, let's go to the Midwest Luau, which is their tropical IPA from Madgery Brewing Company. So this is tropical, juicy, and refreshing. It is seasonal. It does not come with a recipe. Um, in case you're wondering. Nor pig, lay. Nor pig on a stick. Yeah. So, 6% ABV. You won't the, get laid with this beer. Oh. oh. Wow. Hey. I, I, I got nothing. So, the Midwest Luau brings all the fun with tropical hop flavors and good times. The tropical IPA is an easy drinker on a hot day. This has Citra, Lotus, Sabro, and Machuca hops. And then just your two-row red wheat oat flakes and caramel 20. They, they like in the red wheat. Yeah, they, they are do. digging is the it, red wheat. Is it Sabro that has the... There's one of those hops that has coconut flavor. Cause I'm, mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting... Yeah, yeah I'm getting like that. You mentioned and, that. I mentioned some pineapple. coconut. I'm getting yeah. some pineapple. Yeah. This I is think it's, it's either the Sabro... I don't think it's the Matuka, but I, I'm almost certain it's the Sabro. That's yeah. it's interesting though that this is not a yeah. fruited beer, but it's got all of those tiki drink flavors. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is yeah. No, this is like you you would think they had added oh some pineapple God. or yeah. coconut to it. Yeah, and Sabro is the coconut e flavored yeah. hop. Yeah, um, it's there. It's there. Wow, Dave knew something. That yeah, they that goes with a nice. Pork. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> a pig on a pit. <laughs> this you know, is this a would, nice summer yeah. beer. Yeah. This would this would actually be good with some nice barbecue or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something spicy. Um I I'm I really like this uh how the coconut is kind of subtle and and it comes from the hops, which mm-hmm. just shows you how magical hops can be. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah, this is this is a nice one. I was thinking too with those tropical flavors, you could use this as a base for a beer cocktail. Oh gosh, yeah, like a, t- a tiki beer oh, cocktail. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, first of yeah. all, this is like really cool about the innovation of hops and how far we've come over the years of hop flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the nice thing about this is that it's subtle. It's not over the top. It doesn't taste like coconut concentrate mm-hmm. or you know that like super sweet flavor that you get from some cocktails but this is i dare i say this is lovely i mean it's lovely for somebody that doesn't like dang copy beers but want but is in the company of others that are you know into craft beer mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. a nice subtle but lovely hot beer for those that don't like and that yeah you know What's what I mean? the IB? It's 6% ABV. 6% ABV. And I'm, I'm almost curious. There's some people that won't drink IPAs. They're like, I don't like IPAs. And I'm wondering how what the sales are like on this because I almost think they could just call it the, the Midwest Luau Tropical Ale. Right. Yeah, yeah. sure. And, sure. You know, and almost have it as a pale ale at, at the very most. I, actually, it, it drinks more like a pale ale to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the, the balance on it between the malt and the hops. And, and I think the the way they use the hops is very interesting. Yeah. Um, I think we use, I mean, I think IPA is used a lot on a, a lot of beers that I drink that you could scale it back and call it, call the same beer a pale ale and it would probably elevate that beer in some way. So yeah, I think I that's, agree. that's the way it is here. 
Yeah. Very nice though. Very. Yeah, very it's nice. a good one. Yeah. But I think the six yeah. percent uh, IPA is, is is almost like a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, like they they don't like everybody wants to be around seven percent because a lot of people are like a lot of people pick their beer kind of like what I was saying about picking your beer based on the calories. A lot of people pick their beer based on the the ABV. You know, because they think they're going to get more of their money's worth. Like, oh, you know, if I'm buying a $7 pint, I want to make sure I get enough booze in me or whatever. But you don't always get the best beer or the right flavor. Right. You know, at the higher ABV. Yeah. But this one is, this is legit. No, this is um, very easy drinking. And, I mean, as we get into the summer months, this is, I I could see this in my arsenal. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we will go there. We will rate the Midwest Luau from Madre Brewing a four. Uh, uh, I went five. Well that I know it's a group. That's you in particular. I can say what I you can say what you want to say. Okay. I'm interested in the next one because I love the forest. And so what we are going to talk about is the Phantom Forest. This is a juicy Imperial IPA. So it's stone fruit. Hint, hint there, Kendall. Uh, Tropical and smooth. This one's available year-round. It is 8% ABV. Patterns of stone fruit, berry medley, and tropical hop flavors come together to create an artfully crafted beer. Followed by a juicy taste and smooth finish. There you go. This has mosaic, citra, and Simcoe hops. Oh, some of my favorites. Yeah, it's incredible that they, they get this aroma and flavor from just Yeah, you really hops. get a little peachy yeah. apricot going on on that aroma. Mm-hmm. This stone fruit really does stand out. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Oh, man, that's and that's especially nice as the beer warms. Yeah. Because it even gets more luscious. Things, yeah, yeah. things yeah. really come out. Everybody who thinks they should just drink all their beers cold, you really need to, you know, kind of let a little bit of it kind of warm up a little bit to really let it express itself. Yeah, I learned not to quit going to bars that gave me frozen glasses. Yeah. Who does that? But anyway, well, if you're drinking Coors Light, yeah, 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 yeah. you have to. Yeah. 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 Got to choke it down somehow. Yeah. But like, or even like, you know, a good. Even a really good pilsner, mm-hmm. you know, you want to drink it cold. But yeah, 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 yeah. something with a little more complexity, um, where where the the hop oils instead of the acids from the hops are really where the you're getting the most action. You want to let it kind of open up a little bit. I think you know you're drinking a, a big imperial IPA when you're drinking this though. Mm-hmm. You really get that this little is, bit. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, there's yeah. no heat, but you know it's got some substance to it. Yeah, right. 100%. And even though, I mean, I don't go straight down the line with like seasonal drinking, you know, because I would like, I like Imperial whatever IPAs in the heat of the summer. But I think this is even more compelling type of drink in the cold. I mean, oh yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, this yeah would be, totally. This would be a much, much better cold day beer. It would be fine, you know, in the summer too. But I, I think this is a really good. No, but I, I, I agree with you. I think, especially with the the ABV on it, you're. 
in the heat of the summer, you're like, you, you don't want to bring as much of that alcohol mm-hmm. into you with each beers, you know. Yep. No, I mean, for it being an 8% ABV beer, this is not something you're going to drink in like July and August. I mean, you may if you... If you're in air-conditioned indoors. Sure, yeah. sure. But overall, this isn't going to be your, you know, go-to... This is not that pontoon boat beer. No. Right. Oh, my gosh, right. no. But I like... I, I like the smoothness of it. I like the balance of it. Mm-hmm. And I I may not get the forest. But and now I'm... Yeah. It's still got a bit of aggressiveness now. You know you're drinking a big beer. Yes. Yep. 100%. True. It asserts itself. We are going to rate the Phantom Forest from Madtree a four. Well done, Madtree. Very good. Great flight. This really was. I mean, a good variety of beers. And I mean, this is just a taste of what they have, so to speak. Well, this is going to wrap it up for today's Suds episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, please do yourself a favor and tap Give it a little tappy. that tap, subscribe tap button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry. Don't forget about Uncle Larry. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. And we would love your feedback, so you can reach us online at any time at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at SipsudSmokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. Five stars. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well, even the bad stuff. Good old boy, Kendall. Thanks for being here. It was a pleasure being here. I've always loved this brewery. They're good people, and um, yeah, it was great. Please tell us about your blog. Uh, My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Also Instagram. Yay! Reverend Mark, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, and thank you, Big Tree. We love what you're doing. Good boy, Dave. Go drink a tree, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and then plant one. This is good old Juliana. Thank you so much for joining us today. Mad Tree, I think we're in love. Keep on chuggling, and we'll catch you next time. Did I say big tree? It's okay. <laughs> One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.